0: Joining us on the line is Andrew Pyle, Director of Wealth Management, Senior Wealth Advisor for the Pyle Group, Scotia Wealth Management. Andrew, great to have you on the line.
1: Great to be online, you guys.
0: Uh, of course, so uh, you'd usually be talking about uh, what's going on economically, and certainly discussions are on uh, the U.S. trade again, but but not much new to tell us about that, really.
1: No, it's pretty pretty quiet start to the week. Markets have been a little bit better, John, um, but as you mentioned, we're actually... Focused on what's happening with U.S. and China with respect to trade, as U.S. officials go to Beijing this week uh, to have high-level meetings. But until we get that uh, details from those meetings, pretty not much for the markets to chew on.
0: And let's be honest, uh, everybody's focused on tax time this time of year, hmm. uh, and which also brings into the discussion of RRSPs.
1: Yeah, so we're about three weeks away from the deadline. March first is the deadline for making a contribution. 2 your RSP for the 2018 tax year. I know sometimes people get confused as to why why do we do it uh, in this year if it's for last year? But the rule is, you have uh, for the first 60 days of the calendar year, you can still make contributions to the previous tax year. And last year, your RSP contribution room would have been dictated uh, largely by what your earned income was in 2017. And those are figures, John, that we can see on our tax returns or our tax assessments. Uh, when we get them in May or June of each year.
0: Uh, You know, John and I were talking off air. uh, John's uh, about 24 years old. 23 and three quarters. 23 and three quarters. (laughs) still sitting on a phone book here. Um, (laughs) But we we were talking and he said, well, you know, boy, that's probably something I should think of when I get older. And I was thinking, I kind of wish I thought about it when I was his age.
1: Yeah, you know, and and it's not uncommon for a lot of individuals to wait until they get, you know, much more... Uh, into their careers in their 30s and even 40s before they start really seriously thinking about retirement planning. And the RSP is still one of the better tools that we have at our disposal to save for retirement. Um, But I usually tell people, you know, it's it's never too early. And we have a lot of individuals in Canada that are, you know, in their late teens, early 20s, uh, not necessarily making a lot of money. So they would say, well, I don't really need an RSP for tax purposes. I don't pay a lot of tax. Um, but what they don't realize is that strength in compounding the returns in an RSP if they start early uh, really adds up uh, and gives them a nice head start uh, when they get deeper into the careers uh, and start looking at an RSP that actually is more significant.
0: Now, how safe is it to to uh, tie up that money when there's you know so much volatility in the marketplace?
1: Well, good question, John. And, and unfortunately, a lot of people confuse RSP with market, and and I've heard this from many people. Uh, past number of years, where they'll say, "Look, I'm not going to put money into an RSP this year because the markets are volatile." Mm-hmm. The thing to keep in mind with an RSP, an RSP can be invested in in so many different things, John. So, for example, if I had an RSP, I don't have to have any of it attached to the stock market if I don't want to. I could actually have an RSP that has GICs in it if I wanted to be extremely safe. And so, you know, if you're worried about the markets. Uh, you shouldn't allow that worry to dictate whether or not you're going to put money into the RSP. Because again, you could put money into an RSP and, and actually not do anything with it. You could leave it in cash if you felt like it, uh, and a lot of people do that. The most important thing is to get it in there. Uh, for, again, the compounding reasons we just talked about, but also the tax reasons. Um, Having that tax refund in May-June can come in handy for individuals.
0: So you could just literally tuck the money away officially to make sure that you get the tax benefit, but don't have the risk of, of playing the market.
1: Yeah, and like everything else, John, you're going to review that strategy continuously in terms of how much do you want in the stock market right. how little do you want in the stock market one one of the best strategies <clears throat> this would apply for John too is is what i call paying yourself and you know rather than waiting for march 1st every year to figure out how much you can put into an rsp uh set up a saving schedule where every month a certain amount of money goes into your rsp from your bank account Uh, you don't see it. And the great thing about that, if you don't see it, you don't spend it. Mm -hmm. uh, Then by the time you get to March 1st, you probably have already done your contribution for the year and you're not tied up into this mad crunch that a lot of people get into in these last few weeks of February.
0: Uh, It's such a great idea. Andrew, if people have more questions about our RSPs, when they should start contributing, how they should do so, where should they uh, reach out to you?
1: Well they can uh, reach out to us through our website, John, on there. They'll find all of our contact info. They can email us uh, just with you know the tips for setting up an RSP and how to, you know, structure an RSP properly. Uh, in addition to that, we've also got a lot of our research that we put on that site, Pilegroup.ca.
0: Fantastic. Andrew Pyle, Director of Wealth Management, Senior Wealth Advisor for the Pile Group, Scotia Wealth Management. Thanks so much for joining us on Talk of the Town.
1: My pleasure, John. You have a great week.